Welcome back to another exciting edition of the Pointless Exercise Podcast. Uh, here with me to discuss another scintillating Chicago Bears effort on Sunday is uh, Mike Pusateri and Mike Presnowski. Guys, how are you? Is that good? Do we have to answer that? <laughs> we can just let the people assume like we're all in the same boat and it's water up to our ass. Well, as we say in Hollywood, one day longer, one day stronger. Exactly. Uh, there was not really much room for the Bears to make us feel good at all this Sunday, if we're being honest. I mean, yes, I did predict that they would cover the spread. Yeah, the Chiefs finally covered a spread of 10 or more. I I, I guess if any team was going to allow that to happen, it would be the Bears. Spread wasn't 32 you didn't get, you didn't get, you didn't get <laughs> minus 32 on the Bears? Shut up. Um, we, we certainly learned a lot this week, didn't we? We did. Let's get our, let's get the plugs out of the way. I don't want you guys to miss okay, out on yeah. your, uh, um, So, of course, for me, just go to PointlessExercise.com and just bask in the glory of everything that's there. Um, Mike Presnowski, where can, uh, what else are you up to? Uh, so you can follow me on Twitter at Prazmaster. You can follow me on Blue Sky Praz. Uh, and I got my pot, my Cubs podcast going. Uh, me and John Oliva just recorded last night, along with the Barrels and Barrels uh, Cubs and Whiskeys uh, podcast. Had a little crossover episode, so that was fun. Um, yeah. Uh, follow us. We record every Monday night on the Chicago Sports Bums YouTube page. The podcast is called Bums. In the bleachers. So wait, so what's barrels and barrels? Is they they just pound whiskey while they talk about the Cubs? Basically, yes. <laughs> I mean, it's basically like when you go on Tom Loxus's podcast, you're supposed to drink beer the whole time, which you know yeah. for me is I have to I actually I slow down from my normal podcast beer drinking pace for Tom. Right. Um, Mike Pusteri, what's up? Uh, well, we are, we're still on strike, so you can see me outside of Warner Brothers or Disney or Paramount <laughs> <laughs> carrying a sign. Um, I, you can follow me on the Twitter at Mike Pusateri, and then just Andy puts the links in for everything, so yep. you can just go there. Yeah, could you put in my Blue Sky link, please, this weekend? I meant to oh, sure. email the absolutely. Right. We'll add that. Um, so is the with the writer's strike, um, looking mm-hmm. like it's, I mean, they basically said we're not. We're done. We're not striking anymore. Um, yeah. People have now seen the agreement. They seem happy with it. Just came Is, out like about half an hour ago. Yeah. They just they just released it, and yeah, there it officially there it officially ends at twelve oh one tonight. Now the membership supposed to vote on it, but their strike is effectively over this evening. Good. Then I can I can get back to work writing all my uh, my I, I as a protest I wasn't writing any billions fan fiction. I would <laughs> now I get back to. <laughs> We get, get back, back to, to it that. now. <laughs> Mine's it's hard to be even dumber than the dialogue in billions this year, but uh, I can I think I give it a run for its money. So is there an is there any optimism that the that some of the framework of the writers think can now move the yours along? Yeah. yeah. There's a we overlap on the sexy areas like AI and residuals for uh, streaming. So in those areas, I think they they'll be there's plenty of foundation for overlap. But we have a lot of specific things that apply to just us as actors that the writers don't. So there's still a lot to hash out. Um, so we'll see. I mean, talks talks have not restarted yet. So, but we'll see. All right. Best of luck. 
Thank you. Yeah, so since last we podcasted, um, there, there was an eventful <laughs> an eventful week at Hallis Hall, although some of oh it my uh, was apparently imaginary. There still was, <laughs> there was interesting stuff, but um, some there of was it, still a little smoke, what though. What, what is there any sm- Williams, is there any smoke about uh, Peanut Tillman leading an FBI raid and well, making Matt all, Eberflus cry? That was those were my favorite parts of it. One of the things I learned was that Peanut Tillman is an FBI agent. Did you guys? But he's know not that? an agent, right? He just that. went through like the training. I don't know. Is he actually? Is he, he actually yeah, an FBI agent? He, he has been with the FBI for a few years. I remember Lawrence Holmes talking about it on his show maybe a few years ago. I, mean, I, I knew that he like. I didn't know that. Yeah, I had yeah, no I knew he idea. Did the, Took the test and did all the stuff. I, um, yeah, that when that stuff started to come out. Well, the first thing you know that the cops were at Alan Williams, the FBI was at Alan Williams. House, he was like, well, I, who knows? We don't know this guy. Yeah, that could be true. Yeah. And oh, they came to Hal's Hall. You know, maybe they just wanted to come hang out with Vag. <laughs> and then, um, but then you know, everything always gets, especially these days on Twitter. Act. Yeah, it got a little it's, crazy. It got just got crazy. nuts. It was the QAnon folks bailed, jumped on, and all of a sudden it was child sex. Everything's child sex trafficking on Twitter within 10 minutes of anything breaking. And that got yeah. there. Then the, but the most underreported thing, but I guess it didn't happen until that night, was that um, somebody stole $100,000 worth of lawn mowing equipment out of the parking lot. <laughs> How great was that? Unbelievable. <laughs> I, felt, I thought it was hilarious until I found out it wasn't the the bears don't own the equipment. It's the poor subcontractor who Park mows district. the grass and oh. just parked the stuff in their parking lot. And you know that the <laughs> bears are like, oh, yeah, we don't have insurance. Hope you got your own insurance. Yeah. We don't have any. It's like a Sopranos episode. Yeah. <clears throat> that was like, I think Tom Rinaldi just threw that in. Like, oh, yeah, and don't forget about the, uh, the 100,000. Well, the what? <laughs> we, we all shed a tear as he was giving that report, too. And that over all of that overshadowed the uh, the fastest 180 we've seen Justin Fields make this year, where he um, when he sat down with the media talked about how he needs to make decisions faster, and they said, "What do you attribute that to?" And he said, "Coaching." Right. And he's not wrong. Mm-hmm. And then no. after practice, he's like, "You guys took my quotes out of context." <laughs> it's like, well, I think like, we all heard him, right? Yeah. Well, you you provide the context. Just- we we pressed play and just watched. <laughs> yeah, somebody should have just done that. Just hit this, hold the thing up and press, and just played it back to him. Is this not you? <laughs> yeah. Well, what was Is this Peanut Tillman? Do you acknowledge these yeah. words, sir? Yeah. Is it like Mission Impossible and Peanut wears the mask with the voice changing thing over his larynx, and he just gave this press yeah. conference? Uh, to me, the, the most disappointing thing was that he was that he he apologized. Because there wasn't anything to apologize for, right? Like, no. what he said is true. He he didn't just throw the coaches under the bus. He, he started off by saying he's got to play better, he's got to do this, got to do that. And I, I took it when he said coaching to mean they give me so much shit to try to, like, think about on every play that I, it, I, it paralyzes me. And mm. you can see it. You could see it happen to him back there, like, looking and, you know. You know, there there is yeah. a fine line. To me, one of the one of the hallmarks of being a good coach is being able to um, present things to a player in a way that they can actually put it to use. Like, yeah, man, he could right. sit there on the Simplify fucking it. whiteboard and draw up the most brilliant play ever, and then 
but nobody could block it. And you couldn't get from the first read to the third read because of whatever. You know, it doesn't make you a good coach then if nobody can do any of the stuff that you draw up for them. Yeah, I mean, you know, one of the things that athletes say and coaches say, and Justin said it is, you know, uh, uh, you know, I'm thinking too much. And it's like, no, 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 no. We, I hate when people say that. No, we want you to think out there. The problem is they're they're overloading him so much that he understandably can't think. He's too paralyzed by all the junk they're feeding into him. Um, so we want him thinking the right amount. He's obviously giving up. They're not they're as we've talked about. They're they're not helping him. They're not. They clearly don't believe in him as a staff, and we're just headed for disaster. You know, I, <laughs> when. When you have a de- your defensive coordinator suddenly and mysteriously quits, and your and your quarterback blames coaching for the offensive struggles, and then you get stuffed in a locker by the Kansas City Chiefs, or mm-hmm. are these sides of are these sides of good culture in the in the building? I'm I'm kind of questioning your that theory. Yeah, I mean the least surprising part was the the actual game, right? Yeah, like, we course. knew that was we knew it was going to be some version of that. Like there was there were no surprises there. I mean, we I don't think yeah. I, I didn't know we were going to be watching uh, Taylor Swift for uh, forty five of the two and a half. <laughs> there was minutes. there was that whole thing too. We had Taylor Swift showing up. Taylor Swift and her uh, future mother in law. Yeah, right there in the boot together. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, what's left of the onion has a very funny um, thing where they have a. Uh, they have, it's one of their slideshow things where they have uh, Taylor's yeah. ex-boyfriends giving advice to Travis Kelsey. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> it takes a long time to get through it. I love and there are some guys I didn't know she dated. Like I didn't know she dated Rudy Giuliani, but Rudy's got advice for uh, for Travis. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, you didn't know about that? That was a big one. No. Yeah. And it's funny. I I like the, I enjoy the um, people already <laughs> trying to figure out. Okay, when they break up, what will the songs be about? <laughs> Did, oh. And there was even one of her. There was like a <laughs> shot of her, like um, I don't know, she was reading something, whatever. And they're like, there she is, looking for words that rhyme with Kelsey. <laughs> She's already getting ready. <laughs> right. Um, there was a lot of bad stuff that happened, though. I thought the worst thing that happened was um, in the fourth quarter, the Chiefs fans booed Cairo Santos. I mean. Uh, yeah, you you took you took, ah, took probably so a lot of offense to that. Yeah. Um, Man's a legend in Kansas City. She revered. Best kicker they ever. I mean, far better kicker than Jan Stenrud. And uh, that's the thing. That's the welcome he gets. Um. Yeah, I mean, we didn't even get to. Well, there's so much stuff to get to, but we didn't even get to. Um, Justin Fields being clearly concussed. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, well, I even tweeted, I'm like, you know what's going to happen? And this meaningless thing, Tyson Bates is going to lead him down for a touchdown. And it's just going to set uh, talk radio on fire for the week. And right. down by, uh, I got to do math here, down by 38 points, uh, Justin was back in. Uh, crazy. Crazy. It, it, even like, it even like sort of made sense. Like, okay, they're going to kick the field goal. Yeah, they don't want to put put Bajan out there right, right now. Once, that, that, once makes... that happens on third down, it's like, fuck it, just kick it. Plus, yeah. I think they wanted to kick it anyway, so just so they didn't get shut out. It was a nice, convenient excuse to not look like pussies, but instead you were like, all right, fine. Well, yeah, yeah. It's like, we don't want to Oh, we had guy. to do it. Had to kick it. Sorry. We had to do it. Yeah. And and uh, we'll play defense. We'll get we'll get Bajan ready, and then he'll come out. And then he never came out. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Justin zipped him right down the field then. You know why? Yeah. Couldn't think. Got a concussion. Can't think. I don't think they're throwing it. Yeah. It's the old Bob Brenly, right? Don't think you hurt the ball club. Yeah. Well, he must yeah. have said that. 80, well, like everything else he did, he said that 86 times this season. That is Along right. with yesteryear, you're right, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. yeah, I got that. It's got funnier every time. Every time. Boy, oh, Bob. <laughs> Along with all the Aramis bashing. I, never, I, I guess we did get to the – we did finally get to the bottom of the Aramis bashing, right? When he turned it into Marcus Stroman bashing many years later, and they could just pretty much mm-hmm. pretty easily connect two dots. <laughs> like, oh, oh, all right. I guess we know what happened. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, hey, uh, back to the they, two turnovers, first two of the year. Yeah, I mean, do they even count? Yeah. Jack Sanborn and Quindell Johnson. You're, I know both yeah. of you guys have Q Johnson jerseys. So yeah, you don't want to get it confused Johnson. with Roshan. Right. When they said that that's who made it, I'm like, geez, they're literally just pulling people out of the stands now. Yeah. Like, I've run out of defensive backs to the point where they were like, that guy looks fast. See if he wants to play. Um. It helps when uh, – I guess what it shows is this defense is is designed and proved it can do it. It can shut down Blaine Gabbert. See, and that's what you want a defense so to if, do. There we they, go. If they see Blaine Gabbert again this year, that team, whatever team that is, no shot. Uh, yeah. Maybe even on the Bears later this year. Um. I did. It was inevitable, right? So in the in the pregame, or not the I don't watch pregame, but you know, in like the the first few minutes before the kickoff, when you get down to um, you get Greg Olson and Kevin Burkhart and Aaron mm-hmm. Andrews, and then the most depressing man on the continent, Tom Rinaldi, and they're talking about what's going to happen. And and Olson was said he was excited to see you know the Bears now we're gonna uh, gonna run <laughs> Justin Moore. They were gonna roll him out. It's a whole new offense. Mm. And he threw for 35 yards in the first half, and he ran four times, and one of those was designed. So, another fine plan. Yeah, oh, great plan. Great plan. (laughs) If you want to give them credit for anything, it's very hard to. It would be, um, why don't we just, why don't we not change this till next week when we play the Broncos? I mean, why should we waste the new shit on the Chiefs who are going to beat us by 40 no matter what? Yeah, just keep it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the other thing was, you know, because they're the Bears, they were down 14 to nothing so fast that there really wasn't any any plan you had of, like, we're going to control the ball, we're going to, you know, we'll just run it more. It's like, oh, yeah, right. shit, we're already down by two touchdowns, and uh, Taylor hasn't even sat down yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were almost on pace to uh... – Chiefs went into the half, what, 34 nothing. 34, yeah. Yeah, yeah 10 late points. Like there might well, be another because I, I had 70 on the brain the whole time. It's like, and you're like, okay, at least they're not they're not at pace to do this. And then they gave up 10 points in, like, the last four minutes of the half, and all of a sudden they're almost on pace. It's like, oh. Yeah. I guess what it shows you, though, is how hard it is to give up 70 points. 
I mean, think about how badly the Bears played, and they, they couldn't do it. I'm sure they tried. Yeah. And they couldn't. Well, Kansas City clearly lost interest. I mean, I don't know what happened with that Miami game. <laughs> but Miami did it because they were – I mean, they – two of was – it's two or through for a lot of yards, but they every time they ran the ball, they ran for like 15 yards. So even when they got to the point where they were just running the ball to like slow it, they were scoring. <laughs> and they're like, we're running the score. We're literally not. I swear, we're not trying to do this. Yeah, just, we're handing could you, off. Could you just tackle that guy once? <laughs> yeah. They right. put their right. backup in. They put Mike White is their backup, not the former Illinois Rose Bowl coach, but the other guy. Um, and he led them to like four touchdown drives. Wow. Um, all that said, what I said at the beginning is not false. So the. The Broncos, also winless, lost by 50 points. 50. The game on Sunday is in Chicago on, at Beautiful Soldiers Field, and the Broncos are three-point favorites. Yeah, that's that's. And it started at like two and a half. It's actually moving up. So the Vegas money is like, yeah, that seems right. And they're betting the Broncos. It's not like it was, you know. That's a good sign. I'll just say it early. Get your bets in now, folks, because that's probably going to be free money. Um, yeah, and I actually, one of the things I think that happened to maybe save the Bears from, eh, not 70 points from a D&D, but certainly 50 was the biggest contribution uh, Yannick um, has made, Ngakwe, mm-hmm. was he got pushed by an offensive lineman and he rolled into Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And he rolled right. his ankle, and mm-hmm. I think after that, Andy Reid's like, all right, we're going to get get him out. You know, last thing we need is yeah. for him to break his just, foot playing against yeah, exactly. the Yeah, just kick the field goal going into the half. Don't try for a touchdown. Five touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. That's a, that's a bright side. My prediction of 40 sacks is looking great. Um, it's looking great. What are we down there? They're averaging, what, five sacks? <laughs> uh, <laughs> they are averaging, um, they're averaging 0. 0. 0.3, 0. 0.33 okay. sacks per week. Okay. Uh, so what are they at? Our pace for like, what, five, six sacks for the year? It's pretty good. Let's see. Well, that's a lot of math. One every three, one every three games. Yeah. So every three games you get a sack. Just, just under six. Yeah. And, All right. But trending in the op- in the wrong direction. <laughs> they were originally That's on pace. That one. seems like a pretty now good pace, pace to me. Third. <laughs> wow. That's quite a quite a deep quite a team we have built here. Right. Yeah. In, in the words of former Bears coach John Fox, it's all a problem. It's all a problem. It is all a problem. Um, yeah. But uh, here's another uh, another thing I love from the from post game quotes um, was Justin saying, "Hey, look at the Lions last year. Start off one and seven, one and six, yeah. I guess one and six, and they almost made the playoffs. We could be the Lions." That's where we are, we, guys. They are we hoping. They're, they're the taking Detroit inspiration Lions. from the Detroit Lions. 
A team that yeah. has won one playoff game since 1955. This is the new, hey, maybe we can be this good for the Bears. Mm-hmm. That's their new target. The, the team who uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers have more recently won a division containing the Bears, Packers, Vikings, and Lions than the Lions have. That is a high quality. Uh, um, it's, I mean, that's it's one of those. It's a depressing factoid that's also very like, holy shit, you know. Yeah. Um. So one of the things that when we do uh, remember this crap, uh, Mike Donahue and I, we like to always go through the other team's coaches. We go through their coaching history, their lineage, and we always get a kick out of the interim coaches that uh, teams have had. Mm. Uh, multiple co- teams of uh, Rick Venturi, former Northwestern star who coached Rockford East High School for a while. Um, he, Colts and the Saints. Um, anyway, see some real doozies. <laughs> Except for one team. One team has never had an interim coach. Your Chicago. And I'm starting to think maybe they're going to end that streak. Well, they certainly should. Let's put it that way. Hopefully. Here's the thing. Yeah. Who... Who do you have be the interim coach? George? Let's go with George. Yeah. Oh, that, maybe that, soup. Is that, right. Bring that soup guy back. Soup Campbell? <laughs> That's right. Soup Campbell, yes. Bring him out. Do they, they still have his and office Ryan stuff Bowles. in a box somewhere. Yeah. I mean at some point it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't really matter. It's just it's it's saying this is unacceptable. What about Virginia? Uh, hey, fine. <laughs> I'd like that, Fine. I think. How about Taylor Swift? How about that? Ash busy. Yes, there we go. Now we're talking. That'll work. Well, the I, what's the so celebrity fan, bear equivalent to Taylor Swift, Jim Belushi? All right. <laughs> Bill Murray, Jim Belushi. Ashton Kutcher. <clears throat> Uh, maybe Bob Odenkirk. He's a, he's a big Bears guy. That'd yeah. be fun. Yeah. If you see Bob on the uh, on the picket line, could you yeah, get him, him a, a Cub hat? Because he he has creased that. I see him. He wears it's great that he wears it when he's picketing, but yeah. it has like three big creases right in the bill. And it's like, all right, I, what did you pack that wrongly in the suitcase? <laughs> all right, I'll talk to him about it. Yeah. Just say here, you know they're. They don't cost that much. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got some, and I can, I'll just bring a couple extra and throw yeah, a couple in the car. Right I'll here. just bring them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here's a new. How about a new lucky hat? Yeah. So. Here, Ron uh, Coomer threw me this one. So. <laughs> Ian Hap wrapped a hundred dollar bill around it and threw it into the bleachers for me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I guess I knew this, but I had forgotten it that that the last home game the the bleachers have like a potluck. I, I um, didn't know that until yeah. This year. Press, you spent time know. out there. Did yeah. you eat any of that? Uh, <laughs> I have seen it once. I did not touch it. I don't. I didn't, like. I I went to the twenty nineteen home finale, uh, which you know. Everyone kind of knew, but no one ever made it official that that would be Joe Madden's last game as a Cub. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, I didn't touch it just on the principle that I thought it was, like, 
you know, I wasn't offered any, so it's not mine. I don't know if I would have taken any if offered any either because it was sitting there for a while as well. What about uh, now? Does does Al Yellen does he participate? Do you get? Could you get the wax paper wrapped bologna sandwich? I mean that I, I would try. Ten of ten would try. Only if he sits on it first. <laughs> well, like, that's a given. <laughs> that's a given. Right in the back. Warm. Yeah. Give it warm. Yesterday's mayo right in Al's back pocket for the, oh, and when he sits on that lawn chair for three hours before the game, so he can get his spot right up under that. Uh... You know, it's not I'm, what I'm saying. I I just looked at him like I, I, I'm a little concerned about the, uh, food safety out there. Well, I would certainly not eat anything that was home brought, but but they brought in like I saw Sullivan's call and they they shouted out they brought Michael's Pizza. That's yeah. my neighborhood pizza place. Yeah, right. Now that yeah, I, I do like Michael's right. Pizza. Yeah, yeah, I love Michael's. So that we'll I will go. But if that. like someone's like, oh, I I made a chili. I'm like, no, I'm not having <laughs> a chili. Get a seven layer dip. You're probably gonna pass on that. <laughs> yeah, I I'm passing <laughs> on that. I'm not having any Jello molds. I'm staying away from all of it. <laughs> the lime Jello with cat food in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, any of that. But how about that? The um, the Cubs bleachers have throw a better like tailgate spread than you can do at a Bear game because there's just like there's like nowhere to do it at a Bears game. Maybe they should. Maybe that'll be the new thing. They'll, for the forty thousand fans that keep going to these games, they'll just let them like tailgate uh, right in their seat. Bring your grill in. There you bring go. Bring your food. We don't care. Just please come. Was there like a bleacher section at Old Soldier Field? Do you remember? Because I, I never got a chance to go to any games there. Oh, I went you to. Didn't miss, you, didn't I miss, went, you didn't miss. Yeah, I went to some. That was the worst. It was easily the. I mean, I was in worse like high school stadiums. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was the worst professional sports facility I'd, I'd ever been in. The and easily. there were so many things wrong with it. Um. So many things. Fundamentally, the biggest issue with it was when they, you know, it it, it was built to it was built this huge horseshoe. It was built to see like 130,000 people and have, you know, mm-hmm. have tra- have Olympic track events at it and tractor pulls and evil Knievel and um and when they car races when they yeah. closed it in, they made it you know they made it the oval. The oval went the wrong way. There were more seats in the end zones than there were on the sidelines. So. It was bad seats and lots of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I was ever there when like more than two bathrooms were actually working. I I never ever <laughs> even thought about going to the bathroom at Old no. Soldier Field. You couldn't. Um, I mean, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, the stadium buddy was invented for Bears fans who just wanted to, <laughs> got tired of pissing, got tired of pissing down their leg into nothing. North Shore Adult Diapers would have loved. Oh, whoa, they, they, yes. they, would a, they would have had a field day there. Um. Yeah, there was there were very little redeeming, and and Danny and I talked about this too. That like, New Soldier Field is not a very good stadium, but it's a lot better than Old no. Soldier Field was. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's like the the bar was so low that. that everybody went through. It was like it's a palace. Look at it. <laughs> You're like, eh. <laughs> finally. <laughs> my um. But yeah, oh, I'm sure there were sections where there were no. This is a Donny, another one. I did it to him last week. Donny, he was screaming at his phone as he listens to this podcast, um, <laughs> which just means when we do the Broncos, sorry, remember this crap. We'll have to spend 15 minutes talking about the seating at, at Old Soldiers Uh-oh. Field. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I already told the story about I went to the Lions-Bears game at the end of, I don't remember what year it was, but it was so cold. At the time, it was the coldest bear game ever. And uh, my buddy Neil and I had, um, we were 20, and we had, like, crammed, oh, I guess I should know what year it was. <laughs> I know of the age you that I was. 20, yeah. But anyway, right. <laughs> we had, like, beer cans shoved up the, like, sleeves of our parkas. Yeah. And uh, by halftime, they were completely frozen. <laughs> that, that bricks. Yes. Old Soldier Field was it was somehow the coldest stadium. Like I'd be there. I remember being there in an August, like preseason game, and freezing somehow. Like how was this cold? It was just not. It was just. It was not a good place to watch anything. But and it was it, easy to get you, to. Yeah, that's right. Easy to get to. But parking was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to get on a park somewhere and get on a school bus and have them drive you, oh. you know, within eight blocks of the of the entrance. Yeah, terrific. Uh, you could go to Gate O and watch Bobby Collins scream, <laughs> scream into a microphone at nine o'clock in the morning. Uh. Uh, those were the good old days. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. It'll all get fixed when they move to Arlington Heights. And um, into their new into their palace that they have no way they can They're screw new. up. <sighs> and then they find a horse in the locker room that hasn't been removed. <laughs> Virginia, I know that horse. Um, <laughs> that was so. I you guys probably saw this. Fells was wrote a whole thing on Deadspin and he linked to it on uh, on Twitter about how he's. Yeah, it feels guilty, but it's the most Chicago thing ever. And he's just waiting for an elderly owner to die so that um, they'll sell the team and you mm-hmm. get ownership. Yeah, and I've talked about this before. I yep. actually, uh, I, I used to work with one of the McCaskey girls, and uh, she was always bitching about how they didn't get any money. The grandkids, mm-hmm. and we get any money, it sucks. I wish they'd sell the team, they could cash in and get my money. She came up to me one time and she offered me the tickets for that Sunday's game, and I was like, "Oh, well, maybe." And she was going to sell them to me at like a little over her face. <laughs> like, uh, I know you didn't pay for these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go find some other sucker. <laughs> Take them off your hands. I'm not going. Um, but maybe in what might have been Ted Phillips' most valuable move ever, at least in terms of the uh, of the incumbents of the Bears, he came up with the idea when they started the big TV money started coming in. To give the grandkids some money, basically get them to shut up, yeah. and it worked. Now they're like, "Don't never sell this team." Yeah, cash cow. It's like what's that old? Uh, um, I don't know why I even started this. Guy. I don't remember the beginning of the joke, but in Bonnie and Clyde, <laughs> the Gene Hackman joke. Oh, yeah, the the Warren about, Beatty movie, huh? The yeah, Warren, Warren Beatty. Beatty movie? Yeah, um, young Gene Hackman. There's never a young. He's born 40 years old. Young he Gene was. Hackman is in it. And he tells a joke. <laughs> I know the punchline. I got I to gotta, gotta go backwards to figure it out. Oh, I um, yeah. It's, it's a guy in his... I'm going to tell this joke, and then it's going to be completely wrong. I'm just going to edit it out. But uh, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> I probably could just go find the clip and not bore you guys by trying it. But now, I've, now I just want to remember the joke. So, Well, maybe uh, you can attach the clip when you edit it, and then we'll know the joke. That's true. There we go. I'll just pause for the clip. Yeah. Okay. 
so there, uh, there, <laughs> there's a guy and his mom live on a farm. And so I don't remember why they do this. <laughs> I don't remember. I know the punchline. For some reason, he. Um, See, oh no! I know what it is. I know what it is. It was a dairy farm that or something? Yeah, he's he's mixing like he's whisking whiskey into her milk for some reason. Okay, That's some medicinal yeah. reason. And she, after a few <laughs> days, she looks at him and says, "I don't know what whatever you do, Sonny. Don't sell the cow." Um, <laughs> I should put that. I put, put the real joke in. It's good. It's le- legitimately like it's one yeah, of the few times in a movie they stop to tell a joke that's basically unrelated to the movie just to tell it, and it's legitimately funny. So, yeah, it was the funniest thing movie. Gene Hackman had done in a movie until um, until I was gonna make espresso. You're <laughs> <laughs> a mute, incredibly big mute. <laughs> My name's Harold. That's what they should do on Sunday. Just play Young Frankenstein on the while the Bears and Broncos are playing. Just play it on the video well, boards. It just yeah, enter, entertain the, the fans. Yeah, I'll take that educational lesson. Yes, or just show the Red Zone Channel the whole day though, during the game, <laughs> just so the fans have <laughs> something else to watch. Uh, like, oh, well, look at this. This is pretty good. I'm glad we paid for this. Well, I guess we should talk about. Um, so th- the Broncos are terrible. Their defense is 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 terrible. Yeah, terrible. Um, their their offense not yep. not so much terrible. No, well, well offense not, not terrible. So terrible. Right, Russell not Wilson actually played pretty well in the first two games. Yeah, uh, which I'm sure is why sure. they're road favorites. Yeah, I'm sure. So if you're like if you're Vegas, you look at the if you take the four units: Bear offense, Bear defense, Broncos offense, Broncos defense. There's one functioning <laughs> unit among the four, right? And you're there like, you okay, go. at least there's yep. that. Our right, Broncos win. Just right, don't yeah, overthink Broncos it, Sonny. Don't, Justin. Yeah. Don't overthink this. You just just lose. Yeah. <laughs> just lose. <laughs> and they can't stop the the Broncos can't stop the run. No. That should play into the Bears' hands, right? Aren't they supposedly a running team? Uh, who knows what they are. Be so sure. this does sure. seem, this is the loaded up, <laughs> the freshly concussed Justin Fields. Right. Going to run 25 times. Going to throw nine passes. Just um, going to run Khalil and Roshan right up their ass. And if the Dolphins can score 70 points, by God, we can score 17. And... <laughs> There you go. Put that on the Bolton. I hope that's the Bolton board sign. <laughs> that's the. Yeah, can we work in a new like principle? <laughs> yeah. The, the run principle. Uh, yeah. Well, we ain't gonna be hearing that much longer. I don't a, think it's. Um, yeah. Um. <clears throat> well, I mean, so there's that. So they've got that. The Bears. Not it's not as bad as you think. I was just looking at their rankings. Oh, good. Uh, points four on offense. Points scored twenty seventh in the league. Four teams worse than the Bears. See, look at that. Or five, twenty eight, twenty nine, mm. twenty one, three. It's actually five. Not doing math very well. Yards gained. Yep. Where do you think they are out of thirty two teams? Twenty eight. Yeah, twenty ninth. Twenty nine with a bullet. Three teams worse. 
Okay. Um, first downs. Oh, 31st. <laughs> yeah, 31st. 27th. Okay. 27th, okay. 27th. Hey, there we go. I'll stop making you guess. Um, yards gained 31st. Mm-hmm. Um, touchdowns are 18th. With yeah. Oh, wow, middle of the pack. Our passing touchdowns are 18th with three. <laughs> three. <laughs> three? Three. <laughs> Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, rushing yards. There we go. Seventeenth. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Almost That's... mediocre. Wow. Yards oh, per attempt rushing. Eleventh. Look at that. That's almost competent right there. Yeah. Um... <laughs> How, where are they in sacks? Forty <laughs> ninth. Uh, had to go back. Uh... Let's see. I'm scrolling. <laughs> yeah, there are de- there are defunct teams that have more than them. There are they, they yeah. are they are forty sixth in sacks. Yeah, right, right behind the uh, the Canton Bulldogs and the Portsmouth. Right behind the right behind the Boston Yanks. Yeah. Are there any bean eaters? Or are they only eat beans in baseball? Probably. <laughs> Defensively, even better. Um. 29th in yards allowed. Hmm. Um, number 11 in... Okay, this is a very important stat. Okay. Passing attempts allowed. They're 11th. <laughs> That's how you win the Super Bowl. Yep. Passing attempts That is allowed. on the hits thing. That's... Yeah. We're going to limit passing attempts. How are we going to do it? We're going to do it by not stopping the run, and when they do pass, just let them score. <laughs> it's only one pass. <laughs> None of the six passes to get down the end zone. Just one. There you go. Let's maximize it. They said are. Ryan Poles could not build a good team in, in two years, and uh, and, and they, were, they were right. They were great. <laughs> they were spot on. Well, let's check, let's check the Broncos here. Okay. This will be fun. Defense. Uh, uh, another own three teams? How do you think they are okay. in, point, in points allowed? What do you think they rank in points uh, allowed? I got, okay. I'm going to go 30 seconds. <laughs> Uh, yeah, thirty second as well. Last in points Especially allowed. Yesterday. Last in yards yeah. allowed. 29th yeah. in turnovers. They've got one. Bears, three. Huh? No, wow. two. Just two. Okay. I just don't. I was imagining well, turnover thing. battle. Um. Oh, passing attempts. They're running the same defense the Bears have. They're fifth. What? Fifth in fewest <laughs> passing attempts. Again, only 104 passes against him in three games. You hardly ever have to throw it. <laughs> passing yards, 29th. Passing touchdowns, 32nd. <clears throat> Net yards per play, 32nd. But on offense, 15th in points, 15th in yards. Uh, 12th in passing attempts, 8th in passing yards. Um, yeah, it's functional. Yeah, they're functional. And that's about right. So. Yeah. I was I wasn't re- I was only kind of joking. I'm sure that's why they're favored. Because yeah, it's no, like right. all right. One of these teams does one good thing. Yeah. So they give them the edge. And they're probably right. Let's see here. Let's see um oh, they don't have it yet. They don't have the announcers yet. I'm very uh. Uh, would it be CBS since 
Broncos are on the road against the Bears. Oh, wait. Maybe I did get this wrong. Aha. Uh-huh. I think they do have it. They do. Clicked on the wrong thing. It is CBS. Ooh. Uh-oh. Got a good, got a good crew. Uh, befitting this epic matchup. <laughs> how do you totally, like? Not so. <laughs> how do you like Andrew Catalan, Tiki Barber, Who? And Matt Ryan? Matt Ryan. Wow. wow. Yeah, Matt Ryan. Does that play? Does that play for the Jets this week? No, he announced that he had no. He didn't <laughs> want to do that. They got asked. How about? I, I would prefer Tim Ryan and Johnny Morris. I would. Let's just I, do that. Yeah. There you go. They're trending close, closer and closer to that every week. Yeah. Although Johnny's like, fuck that. I'm not, I'm not coming out of retirement yeah. for that. They got waste his time watching this shit. Johnny's still with us? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Johnny's still alive. Jeannie died. His wife died. Jeannie died. But Johnny's still around. Ah. Oh, yeah. He's not ready to hand the uh, leading all-time living Bears receiving yardage. Right. Give that up to... Who did we decide was the second? How do I not remember this stuff? It's uh, it's DJ Moore. Uh, this is DJ Moore. Matt, another prediction that is spot on. The fact that he was going to set the Bears single season record for catches, yards, and touchdowns. Yep. Doing great. <laughs> Nailing it. Yeah. Uh, that pregame pod. I already sent it to the Podcasting Hall of Fame. <laughs> I just, you know, you're going to want to. This is basically the Dead Sea Scrolls of podcasts. <laughs> I don't think that shit was, very, uh, was all that accurate either. Let's see. Alshon Jeffrey will be the... Assuming ah. Alshon outlives Johnny Morris, because Harlan Hill is number two. Okay. <laughs> this... There it is. That oh, never Lord. fails to amuse that the all-time leading Bear receivers retired in 1967 and 1961. <laughs> the ball was the ball was round at the time. Yeah, they didn't right. bother to put points on it yet because they want to throw it. Yeah. Nobody's going to want to do that. Keep it. wear face masks. <laughs> Half the players were wearing face masks. In those keep days. it like a keep it like a pumpkin. <sighs> All right. Well, the most important thing we can do is we can pick this game. Um, oh. I think I went first last week, but I will gladly yeah. go first again. I feel like I'll take the bullet. I'll make the hard choice. Okay. Um, I'm going to take – they're giving me – they're giving me points with the Bears at home. Yeah. I'm going to take them. Because <laughs> uh. I know they're not only really going to cover, they're going to win this outright. Okay. Uh, the over/under is forty-six. Um, I I don't think the Bears score seventy points. Sixty-three, maybe. See what the weather looks like for that. Like they day. did against the Packers that when they went sixty-three to seven. Right. Sure. Sure. Um, yeah. It was funny though. I thought sunny and eighty. But... I thought during the game when uh, <laughs> I know it was kind of like in real time. Like it's not like they had prepped for it because the game ended while they were getting ready to start theirs. But they. Uh, har- um, Burkhardt and Olsen were like, God, somebody scored more than 70 points? It's like, yeah, you're looking at one of them. They're right down yeah. there. I mean, I know it was 60 <laughs> years ago, 70 years ago, 
80 years ago. But the Bears, 73 to nothing, too. They didn't give up 20, like the Dolphins. Right. They didn't give up nothing. Lacking. Yeah, I didn't see that Dolphins win Inspire a New Fight song. All right, so I'm taking the Bears, and I'll, I'll take the under. Um, I could see um, 14-10 Bears. That's a, <laughs> a, def- a, a defensive struggle. A safety and four field goals. Wow. Okay. Get to get at the hard, get to fourteen the hard way. Yeah. All right, Mike. Mike Pusteri, what do you, what do you got? I, I I'm going to say with zero confidence that the Bears will win the game. Uh, but I would pick Denver. Um, if I was uh, your money, thinking, your money would pick Denver. My my money would pick Denver. Your heart will pick the Bears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I just got to stay true to my preseason. You know, the games. Um. But I'm going to take the over. All right. You're figuring, yeah, it's probably right. it's a sensible uh-huh. play, right? De- Broncos yeah. will score. Bears, if the Bears are going to win, they're going to have to they have to put up, you know, 28 points probably. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> they could leave them alone in the field in the second half, and it wouldn't get to 28. Yeah. Cole, the other way. No, the other way. Ah, uh-huh. oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of what kind of shape is the field going to be in with no equipment? Yeah, you know, I can't I can't mow it. Megan Rapino ran all over it on Sunday. Yeah, all 132 <laughs> pounds of her. I'm sure she tore it up. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, my turn. All right. Uh give me the Broncos minus three, and I'll say under, but. That's mostly just going to be a function of the Bears' offense not putting anything together. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think the Broncos will still put up some points, but this will be a game that we don't exactly look back on favorably. Probably a like a 28-10 to 10 game. Do you think by the end of the season the Bears fans will organize some kind of like ticket give back to try to get the games blacked out locally? Yes. I know yeah. they don't do it okay. anymore. There's no such thing as blackouts anymore. They don't enforce them. But right, yeah. right. Give it a shot. And then the Bears will have to do with the white. Then the Bears will have to do with the White Sox. Yeah, dollar, dollar uh, tickets. tickets. I did see a dollar video where a guy yeah. though went to StubHub and he was quizzing the, the other guys. Like, all right, what do you think the cheapest price for a ticket to the Bears? I don't know. It's like it's NFL. Twenty bucks. Nope. Ten. No. It was under five dollars. You could get you could get in at Soldier Field on the secondary market for less than five bucks. I would think the ticket fees are more than five dollars. Yeah, ticket fees are like ninety dollars. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's, all right, but think about how much better it's gonna be like, next week when we have this big win to talk about and all these huge plays to break down, and then we're like, oh my god! I mean, how? Here, no, look no. out! The, uh, NFC North should have got their shit together because now oh, here come the Bears. You didn't, you didn't bury everybody got the chance. Here come the Bears. Soon to be one in six. Soon to be this year's Lions. Yeah. That's we've aspired to become the Lions. Yeah. Ah, things are going great. All right. Well, thanks, guys. All right. Thank you. Many of us have herpes. 